It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan. This is your Tuesday episode. How the heck is everybody doing? Is everybody nursing a Halloween hangover from this weekend and then last night? For all you parents, did your kids get a bunch of candy? And do they... I used to put it in a pillowcase. And I hope you guys did what I hated that my dad always did. He'd be like... I have to check this for poison. And then he would like take bites of candy. And I was like, yo, old man, that's my three musketeers bar. That's I like, and if it's poison, I'm willing to be poisoned. Like you you remember how powerful you felt with just a bag of candy. And it really made you feel feel good about life. What a weird tradition that we were just allowed to go around and knock on strangers doors with adult supervision, sure, but it's just like we're we're so encouraged in this day and age to like like not open doors for people. But there's one day every year that it's like it's cool to bother your neighbor and you better expect candy from them. So I hope everybody had a happy Halloween. We already started off the week great with a pop culture roundup with Lex Nico. Truly one of my favorite conversations I've had. I say that all the time, but like, damn, it really was one of my favorite conversations. And then I'm like, I'm just kind of lucky. I'm getting to have all of these. I'm getting, I'm getting to be a part of these conversations. So that's awesome. Um, you guys, if you want to support me, uh, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help the show. We had the biggest week in our show's history this last week and truly incredible. And that's thanks to you guys. Um, so keep, keep it up. Keep listening. <laughs> Way to listen, you guys. <laughs> Way to use those ears. No, I mean, that's very, I, it's now I'm just like, I can't stop. Like, can't stop, won't stop. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. And if you want to support me even further, go to the Patreon. I released three Kardashian solo recaps this weekend. I did the impossible. Plus, I had a two hour QA with Meditza Lopez. Plus, we're finishing up selling the OC recaps with Kate Legaco tomorrow. Or today, I guess, at some point, uh, Tuesday. So I am busting my butt, and we're doing a live Patreon this Saturday where we're going to give you a special link. You'll be able to uh, comment along and and watch me make goofy faces and talk with you about whatever you want. So five bucks a month gets you over there, and then we've really made a big push for the Patreon recently. Uh, so please go support us over there if you like what we're doing. Um, okay, that, that's what I was, back to Halloween. So Kim Kardashian, I, I told you guys yesterday, she dressed up as Mystique, which is like an X-Men character. And she went like all out, you guys. Like it was like, okay, you know, it's like like when, you know, it's like rich people shit where they go all out. Like Kylie, Kylie's been doing it all day. And it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of cool, but it kind of makes me sad. Like everything seems to lately. But uh, this Daily Mail headline I love. It says, awkward. Kim Kardashian discovers Tracy Ellis Ross's 50th birthday bash is not a costume party after turning up as Mystique following Halloween shoot with a team of X-Men characters. And Kim even said... That time I showed up to a birthday dinner in full costume when it wasn't a costume party. Happy birthday to the most beautiful kind soul, Tracy Ellis Ross. That is, 
I love that so much because she's, it's not a costume that you can just like wipe off or like, let me do a quick change. This looked like it was like 18 hours of makeup. You And you know, Kim, how proud she is of shit like that. So now we're going to have to see a whole episode in the third season of the Kardashians about this, I'm sure. But also it reminded me of that. Have you guys seen that viral tweet from uh, years and years ago? Uh, do you guys remember that Babadook movie, the horror film? Well, Katie Dippold, who is an amazing writer, there's this, you guys know, you have to know the picture I'm talking about. She's dressed up as the Babadook, which is a horror character, and it's like a white face um, and a black stovepipe hat and a black jacket and a black shirt. And the caption read, throwback Thursday to Halloween when I dressed as the Babadook, but my friend's house had more of a grown-ups drinking wine vibe. And you just see a couple people just dressed completely normal. <laughs> and she's in full makeup as the Babadook. Also, the Babadook is a scary movie, but I just think it's also just a fun name to say. The Babadook. Like, if I ever do... <laughs> I would watch a reality show called The Babadooks. Like, by the way, The Kardashians, The Babadooks, uh, The Bradshaw Bunch, The Babadook Bunch? Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Uh, a couple of news stories before we get into what we're doing today. And today is a show of pure joy because we have our old friend Jennifer Morrison, or you guys might know her as at Blocked by Jax. And the great thing about Jennifer, I mean, she's hysterical. You guys know her if you follow her on Instagram. Um, but you know, something really, well, I'm trying to find her, right. It's blocked underscore by underscore Jax. Um, and she's amazing, but something happened recently where it, I mean, it kind of like not ruined my, it crashed my whole belief system is because Jax, her account's called blocked by Jax. And then Jax Taylor unblocked her last week. And now they have conversations. So we talk all about that, you guys. We talk all about that. We talk about some real interesting tea involving some other periphery Vanderpump Rules characters that are in the universe. I don't want to tease it too hard because just listen. Uh, but it is and, – and we're just – I think we're the same. I think we're both, you know, we're both a little hungover. We're both, I mean, it's just, it's what I love about conversations. It just, it made me laugh. <laughs> this made me laugh. But we also not only talk about Jax, we talk about uh, Southern Charm, Potomac, Winter House we go hard on, uh, Beverly Hills reunion. I mean, we cover all of our bases. So I think you are particularly going to love this interview. Uh, but also before that, we're going to hit you. I don't just hit you with one thing, you guys. This is great. Um, recently, which really just pisses me off. We'll get into it. I posted on Saturday, one of the people in our Facebook group, So Bad It's Good, Sam uh, Samantha O'Donnell, she made a Lisa Rinna pumpkin, and it says the biggest bully in Hollywood. And I posted it, and then Rinna posted it today. I guess I forgot to watermark it, and so other people then just use it as their own. And thankfully, Sam reached out to Rinna, and at least Rinna gave Sam credit. I'm sure Rena would want to give me credit as well, but I've I've blocked her and she's blocked me, so it would be hard. I I you know I'll let bygones be bygones on this, but uh, I talked Sam into Samantha into coming on the show. She was like, "I'm nervous, I don't want to," but it's like everybody says that about the podcast, and then they do it, and they're like, "Oh, that was like really easy." And now I'm sure Samantha will have probably a podcast that's better than mine in two weeks. Uh, so we have a, a little quick interview with her. I think that's like less than 10 minutes. And the sound is a little, my voice is more intense in it just because 
uh, she was on the run, not on the run from the police, but she w- she couldn't get into a Zoom, so we did it on my speakerphone. So I was holding my speakerphone up to the mic, so that's why my voice sounds um, louder than hers. I'm going to try to work it out in the audio processing uh, part of it, but I don't want to bore you with those details. But just so you know, I know, but also you can hear her and me. Just bear with that section because I think there's some really funny moments in it. Uh, also wanted to say a couple other notes about Halloween. This, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, you guys know this guy, the guy from Titanic and all those movies, Gigi Hadid, they were seen hanging out together at New York City Halloween Bash as romance rumors continue to swirl, Daily Mail says. And this, I thought maybe they were done because we hadn't heard rumors about them for a couple of weeks. But it turns out they were at the same party, a Halloween soiree, they say, at the Brooklyn Navy Yard. And they arrived via party bus with Gigi's sister, Bella, model Irina Shake, who has uh, a daughter with Bradley Cooper, and art dealer Heli Namid. I mean, really, like, at, at Leo's, like, 47, like, you really, like, you're wanting to get on a party bus? Like, come on, man. Like, the White Lotus premiered last night. Like, you're out, you're working this hard still, man? Like, you're getting on party buses? Like, you should copter in. Like, a source told the publication, Leo wore a scary mask most of the night. <laughs> most of the night, unless he was drinking. The group got bottle service. I love quotes like this where it's like, Leo wore a scary mask most of the night unless he was drinking. Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, oh, even he even drank through the mask. Like, yeah, no shit. So, and also, how dumb do you, like, this is where it's like, celebrity is not aspirational because you're Leo DiCaprio. You have to wear a heavy mask. You probably, it's probably hard to breathe. You can't even kiss this Gigi if you want to. And then when you're trying to be cool and like have a little, get, get a little bit of a buzz on, you have to lift your mask halfway up. And then you just feel like a real dork. I, I would imagine. I'm sure Leo makes it look cool, but I just, it's just not something that I know I could make look cool. I found uh, this on the web. Oh no. I hate when my Apple watch does that. I feel like it's, Warning me that I've gone too far with, with some. I found this on the web. You're about to die. Um, so, anyways, can, uh, Leo, uh, good luck with the whole Gigi thing. I'm glad that seems to be working out for you, but we're not in a rush, right? You don't need to rush, Leo. Also, a uh, huge congrats goes out to Taylor Swift, who we did a big segment on Monday. She, t- the top 10 uh, singles, you guys of the top 100 songs of the week, the the top 10 are all Taylor Swift. She is the first artist ever to lock down the 10 top spots in the Hot 100 in one week. Antihero, the uh, lead single off this, is of course number one, but every song from Midnight's, her new album, is on there. And I mean, that's truly flabbergasting. And then if you position this as we do uh, as fans of pop culture, if you position this and if you take us back to like, what was it, 2016 or 2019? I mean, God, 2016, 2017, when the Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, um, Taylor Swift drama was happening where, you know, the famous song that uh, Kanye name dropped Taylor in and then Kim had the recording that they had played of like, you said it was fine, but we that recording was edited and it turned out Taylor was right. It was a mess. But 
Kanye West and Taylor Swift have always kind of had a long-standing feud. Even Taylor Swift, I think there is a song that references maybe Kanye West. It could be Scooter Braun as well, uh, Lex Nico said, but who knows? But you just see, like, wow, look at this girl, look at this lady woman thriving in music. And Kanye, by his own actions is completely going the opposite direction. And even today, it just doesn't end. Like he, over the weekend, was just posting some really horrific um, Instagram things, which is, uh, you know, freedom of speech and stuff, but it was very scary. And then today, TMZ gets like, Kanye West in fight at soccer game with soccer parents. Like, he went to a soccer game to watch his kid play soccer, and Kim was there, and he got into a fight with a parent on the sideline. Imagine, like, this. all this shit with Kanye West is scary when he's talking about Jewish people and hate, all that stuff like that. But then what's even, like, to me scarier is that Kanye West as a sports parent of that person on the sideline of like, could you imagine being like a school ref of just like, I'm just out here to work with six year olds. And Kanye's like, how is that over the line? How is that over the line? I, that is, you know, I would be scared shitless every day if Kanye came to something I was refing and he did not like my calls. Who knows about that? But I was, I was like, this is just, He's in that pop culture vortex. I'm not going to talk too much about Kanye, but I do want to remind people when they get into this vortex with uh, not just social media, but I'm talking about media in general. uh, Other examples, I believe this were Britney Spears, uh, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, where when they start making headlines like this, it usually is a straight arrow downwards. Now, Taylor's making all of these headlines for her work, right? Not for outbursts or anything like that. But once it starts like this, it seems like a direct correlation where they keep going down, 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 down. Um, I don't know if you guys, I was uh, of age where I was uh, refreshing Perez Hilton all the time. And remember those days where Lindsay was getting pulled over by the cops and it seemed like all of this happened in a row in like a six month period. I mean, remember Lindsay went to jail, Paris Hilton went to jail. People forget about these things. So I always think, you know, like we're even getting TMZ alerts about Kanye fighting at soccer games. So keep an eye out. Um, that stuff really scares me if just from the pop culture aspect. And you could say, you know, Kanye is steering a lot of his own ship right now. Who knows if he's too drunk to drive that ship, but it is just, uh, if you study pop culture, it is something to keep an eye on because also you think about the ramifications of that just with the Kardashians, they try to keep their messaging on point and very strict. If you watch their show, which I actually find entertaining, the Hulu version of it, it's very on point. Like this is the messaging we're doing and Kanye screws up that messaging. He screws up the narrative completely because without that, they would be able to push this narrative of like Kim, like I'm the artist working woman in show business. So it's very interesting to see Kim then dressed up as mystique, knowing that earlier that day she had to witness a fight at a soccer game with her ex-husband and father of her children. So wanted to say that, um, cause it is truly fascinating. Also this Raquel Levis, which we talk about in the block by Jack's interview, The Katie Maloney feud and her, it seems to be popping off. And I hear that we might get some like copycat costumes 
of Raquel in the Tom Tom sweatshirt. I hear some people might be doing that, which I'm just scared because then I'm scared Katie's going to get all upset. And I mean, my whole point is I'm ready for Vanderpump Rules to come back. I'm ready. So ready. And you'll hear in this interview, you guys, um, how ready Jennifer blocked by Jax is, but also takes us into a behind the scenes look into Jax Taylor's not only social media mind, but his actual mind. And Jax, if you're watching, big fan of you as a villain on the show. Um, I hope you're not too mad and I hope you take this in good fun if you listen, because uh, I know Blocked by Jax now is one of your good friends. Uh, but we're just we're just having fun. Remember, we don't really know you. Uh, so we just know what we've seen on TV and how you react on social media. That's what we're going off of, you guys. Um, and once again, like I said on Monday's show, I am not looking to be unblocked by Jax. So, uh, I'm going to leave that to Jennifer. That's going to be her lane. And I'm very happy because I trust her very much to handle it, uh, with kid gloves because with great power comes great responsibility. So, uh, let's get into it right now. First off a firsthand account of what it's like to make a Lisa Rinna pumpkin. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're coming at you with breaking news. This is so exciting because, uh, as a narcissist, it kind of revolves around me in a small, small way, but also it involves an artist. We're talking with Samantha O'Donnell today, who is a listener of the podcast and a member of the Facebook group. And on Friday, she posted in our Facebook group uh, a beautiful pumpkin that was dressed up as the biggest bully in Hollywood, Lisa Rinna, and it had a wig and lips and all of the things that Lisa Rinna has on her face. Samantha O'Donnell, well, well, O'Donnell welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. And I didn't expect it to uh, go that far, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry for any unwanted attention you might have received from me reposting this, but I asked her if I could repost it and I would credit her, of course, and I posted it on my Instagram and this thing took off. I mean, people loved it, right? Oh my God. Yeah. I was first shocked. Like I put it in the Facebook group and I was getting a lot of likes. I actually was out to dinner. And then when you had commented on it saying, can I share this on the Instagram? My jaw like dropped. I was like, Oh my God, no way. <laughs> you're, then, you're like, we got, I, I got to finish this dinner. This is too, this is I too know. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I have no idea what's going on, but all right, I'll let him post it. And then there's always like, a little bit of backlash, but I knew all the baddies. Wait, wait, what was, wait, the, why would you possibly get backlash over a Lisa Rinna pumpkin? You know, these fans are crazy. They are crazy, but wait, (laughs) you guys, and just in defense of her, I would have made the Lisa Rinna lips way bigger and you (laughs) did not make them as big as they should have been. So I felt it was almost classy in a way. I'm not even kidding. I made that pumpkin. I was like half drunk. It was, <laughs> it was for like a work contest. So I was like, you know what? I work at a spa. I work with um, a lot of women and I love talking to my clients like about the housewives. So I was like, I feel like people will know who this is, but I also didn't want to put Lisa Rinna. So I had to put the biggest bully in Hollywood. I love that. Cause you didn't want to give her the name, the name credit. I guess you could say that. That's good. I really appreciate that because you're you're on the right side of history. And just real quick to get, I mean, you listen to the show, but like, where do you stand on the Lisa Rinna, Kathy Hilton, all of the Aspen stuff? Well, I obviously am on the side with most of the baddies. Um, Lisa Rinna 
not my favorite. So that's why when I <laughs> saw her post it, I was like in complete shock. But I mean, the show's the show. I like watching it. Yeah. Like did, you, wait, did you win the contest? I actually won't know until tomorrow. Wait, <laughs> wait, this contest is still ongoing? Yeah, so we're, well, we're closed on Mondays, so tomorrow we, like, kind of collect. Wait, where food. where are you from? Like, uh, shout out the med spa so we can, if anybody's in that area. What what area? So I work at Rejuvepod in Glen Mills, PA. P- so that's pa- okay, Pennsylvania. So if I want to, if I want to make myself look beautiful, I have to come all the way to Pennsylvania. Absolutely. I <laughs> specialize in spray tan. Oh my, I do. I'm so, I'm so pale. Um, okay. So if you- what, what other what other pumpkins were made in this contest? Because I would have made a Harry Hamlin pumpkin, and it would it just wouldn't exist because it, it went on a solo camping trip somewhere. Oh my god! Just put a bolognese. On. Yeah, just put a just bolognese <laughs> all over, and just but I'm Harry Hamlin. Like um. Yes. Okay, well, so I posted on my Instagram on Saturday. I w- would have done it earlier, but I saw it Friday night, and I was like. I'm moving all weekend and doing stuff. So I was like, that'll be a perfect Saturday post because that's how my like stupid mind thinks is in posting. And I post it and it immediately takes off. Uh, people are loving it. But then today I wake up, you guys, and uh, she found it. And I didn't, I, I did a stupid thing and I didn't watermark it. I, I gave you credit for it. Like, I think I, my, my caption was like, I hope I win the West Hollywood pumpkin contest. But then I wrote that you had done this in the Facebook group. And then she must have found it in some way and I should have watermarked it. And she posted it on her Instagram grid today, right? Yes. So I was, I woke up and I was just scrolling Instagram and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, wait, Lisa literally posted it. So you're not like, blocked by Lisa Renna. I am not, luckily. And, but, but but I will say, I'm kind of disappointed that you haven't blocked her. <laughs> you know, I got to see all my drama. <laughs> yeah, by the way, you know, it's good. You can report things to me since we are mutually, I think I blocked her and she's blocked me. It's a double oh, block. Um, but the thing is, she posted it and she didn't give neither me or you credit at first, Correct. Well, here's the thing. So I think someone else had screenshot it and sent it to her and they were pretending that it was their pumpkin. So she had someone tagged originally. Um, so I commented and said, like, actually, I did this. If you could credit me for it. Yeah, and I did. I actually, I messaged her a picture of when I took it a picture of it at my apartment and I sent her a picture of me in the wig and said, this is your proof. <laughs> 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 and honestly, I didn't even think she was going to open it. I mean, Oh, Rinna reads every, this is, this is Rinna's sole purpose in life is to do Beverly Hills uh, stuff. So then I like hopped in the shower, got out of the shower. I was like listening to your podcast and I was like, Oh my God, Lisa literally messaged me. So I was like freaking out. And she said that she did fix it and she sent some little ghost emojis. So I do appreciate it. So she did fix it, but I will also say, I feel like you might've messaged messenger and go, but I'd also like to give credit to so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey because he talks about you all. (laughs) I'm totally joking. Samantha, I'm totally joking. I, commented to the guy that was trying to like steal my credit a little yeah i commented to him and i was like okay well you didn't make this pumpkin and then i said go look on so bad it's good um, yeah page and you'll see that i posted but then i was thinking i'm like 
I don't even know if Brennan would see the comment if you. Had if I, that's what I said. That's what I, I posted it in my stories, and I said <laughs> I know Rena's a fibber and a liar, but I didn't think she was a content thief. But at the same time, Rena just loves anything involving herself, which I totally get. But the funny thing is, I will say this: Don't you notice this, Samantha? How like especially with Facebook, for some reason, people rampantly post things that aren't theirs and never give credit. Do you notice that? Oh my God, all the time. That's why I wasn't even like surprised. I was just like, oh my God, that's cool that it's out there. And I was like, I'll probably never get credit for this. Yeah, it's good. It's good that your art is out there, by the way. That is a good thing. I still think those lips could be much bigger. I think I'm disappointed in you for that. And I thought that was a classy move on your part and shows that you're a classy woman. But the, oh, what if I did um, an Amelia Bedelia pumpkin and I just made, it had no eyebrows? That would be a good one. We got to make the whole family now. Yeah. <laughs> the full fa- <laughs> Amelia and the other one, not Amelia and Harry and whatever animal and the rats. You can do a rat pumpkin for all the rats that live there. Uh, yeah. uh, so Lisa didn't follow you though, right? She did not. Okay. It's I get. I mean, my account's private. I don't usually. I post like some Bravo stuff on my story, but it's mainly just like a normal Instagram. Yeah, and just so you guys know, I'm gonna put it in the um, show description. It's Sam underscore O'Donnell, but like you know, she's a normal person, so. I, I, you know, like I always respect people's privacy and stuff and, and, uh, Sam's not as thirsty as I am. So just be aware. I was just so excited you did that. And I thought this was just such a great service to our country and to the show and to your artwork. I just can't wait to see how you're going to top this next Halloween. My God, I'm so honored. I already have decided that the wig I'll be bringing to all holiday events. (laughs) Wait, by the way, do, do is there like, can we do Christmas pumpkins and stuff? I want you to keep doing Lisa Rinna pumpkins for like every holiday. Every holiday. And just make the lips bigger and bigger each time. I'll do a not real pumpkin this time. I'll make the lips a little bigger and then we'll save that. Wait, and, yeah. wait, wait, wait. If she loses the job on Beverly Hills, can we make one with a little picket sign of like, I need work, you know? Okay, perfect. And uh, just so you know, I'm talking to you on Halloween today, and I thought it was really cute. You're going to go trick-or-treating with your niece and nephew tonight. Is that right? Yes. See, that's yeah, a- we're going to go out, little family. Do you know what they're addressing as? I know my niece, Ayla, is going to be Cinderella, uh-huh. and then nephew Colton, I think, is going to be Dracula. So it should be cute. Well, it's still time to uh, to convince her to go as Lisa, the, the Cinderella's <laughs> princess. Yeah. yeah, don't, you know. No, I got to get that wig for my work. I would have worn it out tonight, but. Oh, my gosh. I, I miss the days of being, I'm trick-or-treated with my niece or nephew back in the day, and it was, it made me reappreciate being a child. And my mom's been sending me Halloween photos all all yesterday of everything I ever dressed up as. And some of it, I feel like it's like a crime against humanity. Like she had me dressed up as a tiger one year and I was, and then it feels like I was doing like sensual posing. It was like weird. It was not good. Um, but uh, Samantha O'Donnell, just so you know, the uh, this the spa is rejuvepod or you can go r e j u v e p o d.com is the website and i thank you for your service and please let us know since you are a baddie if anything else comes from this what if you get a big hollywood deal just from this pumpkin like what if this turns into an animated cartoon or something i mean the fact that erica jane even uh. i was shook by that too oh wait wait yeah i forgot wait what did eric so erica jane commented on lisa rinna's post and what did she say it was just laughing emojis, but classic, classic Erica. Just I know. Had she, to, had to 
there. She was like, I was just getting sex and I saw this uh, post and I had to laugh really quick before I went back to having sex. <laughs> um, okay, Samantha, I'm not going to take any more of your day, but thank you so much for this. I really, really appreciate it. Oh my God, thank you so much, Ryan. Thank you for having me on. I hope you have a good rest of your day. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? 
The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. I did have a good rest of my day, actually. Well, not really. I had to go to my trainer. Uh, his name's Barack, and he's just the coolest dude, and he dressed up like... Uh, like he was wearing like this, like big gold chain and he was kind of like dressed up as like a rapper. And we like, he like makes me cry every time. Like I'm actually getting more used to it of lifting weights and pushing myself. And I'm really proud of myself with going to a trainer and stuff. But we also just talk so much shit about Kanye and like Dre, like it's really fun to talk with him in when I can actually uh, breathe from g- gasping for air in between the exercises. Uh, okay, moving right along, folks. And remember, there are timestamps if you wanted to skip right to Block by Jacks, or if you wanted to skip right to the Lisa Rena Pumpkin story. Those timestamps are in the show description, so make sure you use them because this is long form pods. I love them. Some of you guys love them, but I get that you you know people like it at a certain length. So. Uh, from what I've been told. So here we go to the main event. Somebody I haven't talked to in years. I mean, I see her online all the time, but she is just great, funny as hell, hits hard with her jokes, and I think she's great. Her name's Jennifer Morrison, but you know her as at blocked by Jax, at blocked underscore by underscore Jax. Here she is. You guys, uh, today is a very exciting day for me because I, I had to get up early to speak to this guest, uh, even though 10 a.m. really isn't that early, but I was, it's been a long week and I have not talked to her for like a year and a half and she, it, you all know her from Instagram. She used to have a podcast, which I got to find out why she doesn't do the podcast anymore. There are so many, like she's one of those people that I started up with on Instagram and she even lost her account at one point and then came back and built it up even stronger. But she had something wild happen in the last week and a half, which I think I have to yell at her about, but we're going to find out as the story unfolds. But once I found this out, I was like, she has to come on and say it in her own words because this Instagram crap, I it's gone too far. You might know her as the account blocked by Jax. Uh, her name is Jennifer Morrison. Jennifer, welcome back to the show. Thank you. What? Uh, so this is Sunday of Halloween weekend. I uh, how how and you're just a slightly hungover, right? You said yeah, slightly hungover, more tired than anything. Yeah. <laughs> I also she goes, I look like hell, and then I said. Look at this. I have a huge stain, you guys. Of I'm on a Diet Coke kick lately. I woke up in the middle of the night, and instead of a glass of refreshing water, there was a glass of refreshing Diet Coke next to me. And I just like a baby, I just like poured it all over me. And this, and it just, and I knew it spilled at the time, but I was just like, go back to sleep. It's, it's ridiculous. In the How middle of the night, night, I imagine like a nice flat Diet Coke. Like, yeah. nothing, like, no. <laughs> oh. Yum yum. Okay, I can go back to sleep now. Like and and also flat, warm diet coke. And the sadness of realizing it's dripping on my shirt. And I'm like, I don't even know if that can ever even come out. I've ruined like another. <laughs> no, it's so weird. Did you go? Did you dress up for Halloween? Was it a big Halloween yeah, my party? Friend and I were the, sorry, I still have a little bit of cough. Um, my friend and I were the shining twins, and we went to a Halloween. Oh, party. you were Rinna and Erica Jane. We were. I was Rena, and she was Erica. <laughs> Are you surprised? I mean, it really. I guess it's just because I live in an echo chamber on Instagram. Is that so many people are dressing up like Lisa Rena that it's so it's many. disturbing? So many, and 
I don't, I hope it's more of like a weed, like you're dressing up as like a villain kind of thing. More than yeah, like, not as like an homage yeah. to a hero. It's not like you're dressing up as like <laughs> Superman, you know, like this is Lisa <laughs> Rinna. Um, okay, uh, let's just, we'll rip the Band-Aid off. Your account is blocked by Jax. And guys, there used to be a reality show character <laughs> named Jax Taylor who was on a show called Vanderpump Rules. I'm not sure if you're aware. And he would do this fun thing where he could not take any kind of criticism at all. And so he would block and he would just block. He would block. If you if you said, hey, he'd be like, block. Like he loved it. So a lot like they were even blocked by Jax on Twitter shirts. There were there was like a whole cottage industry of products, but you created the Instagram blocked by Jax because remind us why you were blocked by Jax. So I was blocked by him when his wedding season was airing. <laughs> you, and, you know, you, the 13 episode uh, like, Kentucky wedding. Yeah, oh, like yeah. the whole thing. And I it was like peak COVID, like everyone in their houses, like everything canceled. And I was like, I wish that Jax's wedding was during COVID so we wouldn't have this 13 episode. Yeah. What did we do to deserve this? Yeah. And I mean, I know it takes a lot less to get blocked by him, but that was what really did it for him. (laughs) Okay. So, and by the way, you know, you'll still, I mean, I may like, I used to love making Jax jokes. I, I mean, but like, then it got like, it went into the sad category for me when it, he was off the show and I was like, is he going to be okay? Like, I didn't know, you know, it's like, you could go back and you would still, you were still like riptide and Jack's jokes. <laughs> you were still like, this is like, this is, he was kind of like your muse, I think in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? And he, I mean, he, it's so easy. It really, it, is. you know, it's, it's so, I mean, so you could easy. watch, you could watch a rerun today, you guys, which I highly suggest you do on Peacock and you'll, you'll re-remind yourself of what, why he's such an insanely good reality TV character. Oh, so good. Like 15 minutes of watching him. And I'm like, oh, I have like 17 posts I can do. (laughs) It really is like, it's a muse. You're like Kanye West with uh, whoever weird model he wants to be with. I know. (laughs) Uh, um, Okay. So you guys can check her work and you already follow her, I'm sure. But you know, she's like the best at Jack's jokes. Um, I got though, I started getting sad and then like, I discovered, you know, remember when he was doing the Jax's shop, Jax's closet mm-hmm. where he was like putting out stuff like to buy, like, and they were like, you know, Bill Murray autographs. And then he was like selling things that wasn't like, it was Bill Murray's brother, but Jax didn't know that it was like Brian <laughs> Murray. And I, I was like, it was the $200 Abercrombie catalog Yeah, the, in, in the plastic, which I sent to Danny Pellegrino because he loves Abercrombie goes, I already have that. <laughs> like, like, is this like a collector's item? Like, I didn't even know that existed within the Abercrombie world. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, can I admit something? I've said I uh, and I still have not done an unboxing. He also has an eBay account, you guys. Uh, it wasn't just Shop Jazz. There's an eBay account. And there he had cheaper items on it. And I am the proud owner of a Rambo lunchbox. Oh Jax's Rambo lunchbox. Do you mind I, ask, if I ask how much you paid for that? $800. No, no, 30, <laughs> $35. It was the cheapest. It was the cheapest item I could find, but I was like, I do need something of his, you know, like and I'm still I, paying it off. Okay. Yeah, it's well it, with flex pay, there's only four easy payments. And it's like, so, but then Jack's like in Jack's fashion, I was like, I wonder if I'll even get this, but I got it. The handwriting was so neat, but he put his return address on it. Like he put his house address on the yeah. package and then a couple of weeks ago, I got an email from him 
asking for a positive review. And then I was like, do I leave a review for the lunchbox or do I leave a review for like a certain season he was in of like season three, you killed it, man. You cheated three times. You had it. <laughs> I can't believe if you have to ask for a positive review. I think that's, but I think that's normal in like eBay. I think you, maybe that automatically sends, yeah. you know, and I haven't, to be honest, like I keep saving it. Cause I I'm, I'm sad at myself that I bought it. So I haven't even opened it yet because it's just a reminder of like how far my life, like this wasn't what I planned to do with my life, you know? And okay. But now though, take us through every minute step of you are now unblocked by Jax. And it seems like you guys have a flipping relationship now where he's DMing you before you DM him. He said, let's, let's watch the show together. I'm like even worried for Brittany at this point. I'm like, is she jealous? Like there, it, it, what take us through what the fuck happened? So this has been a whirlwind. And what's crazy is that this all happened in like three days. Like this wasn't a gradual thing. It was like love bombing. <laughs> like all this <laughs> well, we know he's good. He's potentially good at that. Like, I mean, so it's funny. We were talking about his closet Instagram because that's all of a sudden the closet Instagram was commenting on all these recent Jack posts I did, like commenting back to people and my notifications in a were- positive way or a negative way. Like both. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and my notifications were just like shop by Jack's closet shop. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I didn't think it was him. I was like, I think someone runs this for yeah. him. And then he started messaging me. And, From the shop Jack's closet because you're blocked yeah. by Jack Taylor. And the best part is he was like, I can't look at you on my real account because you blocked me. And I was like, um, my account is not called I blocked Jax. It's called like, <laughs> blocked. I'm trying to get the message. <laughs> so he messaged me on that and goes, it is me. Hey, listen, you just got to laugh sometimes, even it's at yourself. And I was like, this isn't you. I'm not a moron. Like, and then he sent me a selfie to like prove oh, it. He, then a dick pic came through and it was <laughs> definitely Jax. <laughs> and now we're married. <laughs> but then, which, by the way, wait, wait, I do want to say this. This is in good fun. And I will say I do have a lot of friends that are actually friends with Jackson, Brittany, and they speak so highly of Brittany. I will. I mean, like, it is weird. And I don't want to get to know them personally because it would like, take away from. But like, it is like, I do hear nice things about them. But OK, back to back to the story. I mean, I don't trust him as far as I can throw. Like, that, that, so. That's what I like, that's why I had you on the show, really, to be just to like say, be careful. Oh, I am like. With great power comes great responsibility. Do not let him sucker. Like, don't let him, because he's trying to get cred again. You know, don't give him the cred. I am like 10 steps ahead. Like people are like- You're playing 4D chess. He's playing whatever stupid game. And then he got upset because like, so he's been- Responding to every single one of my stories, whether yeah, like, like not even stories about him, like just just okay. stories about He's just like, your wow, stories. I love like your end table, like they're just shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like so. Then he unblocked me, and he was like, "Don't worry, you could still be blocked by Jack." I'm like, "Oh, thank you for like the permission." <laughs> Wow. I mean, like, could he take you to court possibly since he's like, this isn't true anymore? I like, know. I've unblocked her. Really? Change your name. Did I mean, 
What are you saying though? And like, did he say like, I'm about to unblock you, get ready, three, two, like, was there any, what was the buildup? Yeah, so he messaged me and goes, and like, I'm so short with him. My friend actually felt bad. She was like, you give him like one word answers and he sends you novels. And I'm like, because like, this is, I don't trust I don't. Uh, Well, also, but this is, I mean, if you think about it, this is kind of like a rom-com. Like it starts off like you blocked him, but then you're, and it is a me cute on Instagram. You create a whole account and then he kind of works his way back in. And then you guys, I mean, and I know Brittany and Jax are probably happy or whatever, (laughs) but in my world, in my fantasy world, this turns into a love story and you end up like, he's, he's like really trying hard. You're giving one word answers. And then one day you're down on your luck and you feel like you had a bad date or something and you come home and he goes, you look real pretty. You looked real pretty tonight on your Instagram and you go and you start opening up to him. And then, and then I come to LA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're like a nanny. I don't know. I don't know. If that happens, like the world is ending, but I felt, well, I felt like this is something about the world ending. I felt there was something so wrong with him unblocking you that I, it really shook my core, like my foundation. And I got so many messages from people going, Ryan, are you going to try to get unblocked by Jax? And I was like, hell no. Like, like not even, there, I couldn't do it. Like an unblocking tour. Like he, he wrote on one of my posts and was like, I'm unblocking people. Like write to me if you need to be unblocked. And I responded to him and I was like, well, they, you blocked them. They can't write to you. <laughs> I think you're taking basic Instagram to Jay. Well, you have to tag some. I'm like, wait, maybe they can like DM your closet and be like, hi, can I be unblocked? Like, I mean, at this point though, okay. I mean, so, so what are some of the other conversations you guys have had? And you're, you're short the best with part him. Is, is like, I had posted like something and he goes, I unblocked you. And I go, I see that. And he goes, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> has he done the purple uh cross emoji yet because no, well, back in the day he used to do that all the time the purple cross emoji on his twitter now and look i have a missed video call <laughs> oh my god that would scare the shit out oh, of i me. had like a panic attack i was working and i was like oh my god oh like, and then he's like how do i get this off vanish mode oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jackson. You're listening, but this is funny as hell. Does Brittany does Brittany follow you? No, she still has me blocked. Okay, good. Okay, because it would be weird if there's a conversation in the household of like I unblocked blocked by Jax today. I would appreciate if you do, would do the same. Uh, if our marriage is going to work, I would need. I need you to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to reach the next level of this relationship, I need you to appreciate my friends. Like, um, uh, okay, so the other thing that I saw that really blew me away was that you said you will really like my Vanderpump Rules recaps on my stories when the season did. Yeah. It did something like this where it was like, and and he said something like, well, maybe I'll do it with you or something. Well, like I had posted something about Randall and he was like, oh my oh, God, I hate I hate him. And he told me, Oh, he said, I hate Randall. Oh yeah. He told me I could say all of this. So he doesn't like, he was like, I'm not putting him on blast yet, but like you can. So I basically his mouthpiece with this, which (laughs) you're the press secretary (laughs) for Jack Taylor. Totally comfortable with. And he was, so he was like, I don't like him. 
I don't know if there was like an issue with him working on a movie set with him and Jax thought he was going to be a producer. Well, remember like- when he said he <laughs> produced three movies that one year with yeah. Randall? Remember? he And we we were making like that was like lit me up as a meme. I was like producing and it was a man scrubbing a toilet. I was like, that's Jax. <laughs> like Jax driving by the lot doesn't mean you produced the movie. <laughs> like it's <laughs> but he was like he he told me he lent Randall three hundred thousand dollars. What? And that Randall has paid back two hundred. Two hundred dollars or two hundred thousand? Okay. And owes him like a hundred. Yeah, basic fucking math. And he was like, "I'm not putting him on blast." Like I'm, and I was like, "I'm honestly shocked that you haven't been more vocal." That's a hundred thousand dollars. If some like I, I've never seen a hundred thousand dollars in my life, let alone lent a hundred thousand dollars out. And like, like, let's be real. I don't think Jax is in a situation where like a hundred K could just go missing and like, it's no big deal. <laughs> like, I, I mean, well, I mean, he's teased a TV project now for three years and I, we've yet to, <laughs> did you, I mean, will you get ballsy enough to start asking like the hard questions? Like when's your TV show coming out? And is that a lie or not? I definitely, I, it's fun. Cause like when I talked to my friend was like, you're not like that nice to him. Like, I really don't care. Like I would ask him that. I don't give a shit. He got like really upset. I like that your friend is like standing up for Jax and it's yeah. like, tell her to go watch certain seasons. And like, then see, this is how Jax, but Jack, this is typical That's Jax. Exactly how it goes. This is exactly. exactly what he does. He charms people. Cause he is char- like, I'm even charmed by Jax. That's why I would never unblock him because I would be suck. I would be over there hanging in his house. Cause I live in Los Angeles. Yeah. I'd be hot tubbing with him. And we go yeah, live on Instagram. With his best friend's girlfriend. And they are somehow friends. Again. Like they, this is what Vanderpump rules is the most amazing thing ever is because think about it. You guys, let's just, take a walk down memory lane at some point we saw tom living in that shitty apartment like that and he went to bed Kristen Doty was his girlfriend at the time. Kristen Doty stayed up because she wasn't tired yet. Sandoval's asleep in bed. Jax Taylor stays and says, let's watch a movie. They turn on the movie Drive, right? With Ryan Gosling. Now, Drive, good movie, but also I think a little bit of a deeper movie that Jax can't really appreciate or understand. So I think in my head, when I write the one-act play, he kind of like taps Kristen's toe a little bit on a scene he doesn't understand because he's like, 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 let's see if the flirties happen. And then it just get, and then it, and you guys, they fucking hooked up with Sandoval sleeping in the other room and we have to feel bad for Jax. Like that I, is dastardly. So it's like, I just keep all of that in mind. I'm like, he, this, he's, is his grammar great? No. Is he an idiot when it comes to like knowing how to charm people? Like he, no, he's a, he's, he's charming as hell. Oh yeah. And like, I, he got really upset. Cause I posted, I was like, I don't care if Jax is using me. I am like fully here for it with that. Like I know well, what I'm doing. I'm fu- like, whatever. I know what I'm doing. See, and he, everybody, that's- he was like, why would I be using you? I'm not using you. <laughs> why would I? He's like, I really just want to like turn over a new leaf. I was like, Oh my God. I feel like like, did, is that one of the lines from Vanderpump Rules? Like, from one of your... Well, he was always the... Uh, um, uh, I'm, <laughs> Rinna just said it in the reunion last... Um, like, I, I have like a lot of room... on myself. Yeah, like, like, working on myself. I'm a work in progress, that kind of a thing. Every reunion. Yeah, every... It was like... That's why I got pissed when Rinna said it a couple weeks ago, because I was like, that's a Jax Taylor original. And, like, that shit stays with Jax for me, you know? Like, well... Okay, so I, like... 
Okay, but when Vanderpump Rules does come out, which we should be getting a trailer pretty soon, I think it's going to start airing in February. Would you do an Instagram live every week talking about Vanderpump Rules? Because it's that devil's thing where it'd be the most fascinating thing to watch, but it'd also be like dancing with the devil in a way. I don't know if I would do it every week. I think it would be fun to do it like for the premiere. And because I feel like premiere, it like, might get bigger ratings than the premiere. Like, it, I mean, I would, I would fucking tune into that. I mean, I would be like, I have to watch both. Who do I choose first? Like, I would need to watch that. I like, I think I would do the premiere, see how it went. I don't think I have the patience to do that with him every week. It like I taught fourth grade. That was yeah. <laughs> like, this- by the way, you used to be a teacher that dealt with kids. And this potentially is your greatest challenge yet with a child. <laughs> This is like a class of 30. Like this is. <laughs> but also if you do do that, have you ever seen that movie Primal Fear? It was like a long time ago, Edward Norton and Richard <laughs> Gere. But at the end, like spoiler alert, it's like from 20 years ago. So it's your fault if you haven't seen it yet. Edward Norton plays this stuttering fool that's accused of murder. But at the very end, Richard Gere, the lawyer, catches him and his stutter goes away. And you realize that Edward Norton, it was the killer the whole time. But he had to like, Richard Gere had to trick him into coming out of his shell as the killer. So if you do this with Jack's, you need to like pl- let him play the nice boy of like, oh, those were the good old days, just drinking behind the Sir Alley and then go, you got to have faith and just see if like, just like <laughs> start saying things idea. that'll like, you know, crack that facade. Oh, totally. That's actually a really good. And like, I mean, the way he reacted to like my using story, I was like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> like. I know that's what he, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think, I feel like it's very thin line. In fact, I get scared that he'll even listen to this. And like, I, you know, it's weird. Like, where do you feel of like, cause you make a lot of posts that are like me that like, I make snarky posts. Uh, I have a good heart, I think. But at the same time, if you, if I feel like you've wronged somebody in the terms of a reality show, I'll go hard. And if I think about them as real people, it like trips me up because I get like, oh, I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but I right. want to get this joke off. Where where do you land on that as well? Because you, I feel like you, you sometimes even hit harder than I do with your Instagram in terms of like the hard joke. Do you ever feel bad ever? Have you ever felt bad on a post? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) gun pop out (laughs) okay good to know okay so I feel that we have the right person for the job to be unblocked by Jax I was worried about you at first but now I feel like you're pretty resolute but if I see you posting in the backyard in his jacuzzi, you know, with him, I will be very worried. Because you'll be like, let's watch it together. I'll fly you out. It, you have his address. If you see that, feel free to come over and, like, slap me across the face. If like that is. I, I come as, like, a Uber Eats delivery driver. Hey, I've got some uh, uh, Tom and Tom's uh, bourbon to deliver. Wait, wait. That's the other thing. Will you ask him? why he doesn't like Tom Sandoval that like, cause that's the thing that always trips me up. Cause oh, Tom's the nicest dude. I want to ask him. I want to would... ask him like what he actually did when he thought he was producing a movie. I want to ask him like what kind of reality show he thinks he has in the works. Like I want to ask him 
all of that. And I really ask, also to- ask him, ask him like how his love has grown for Britney. And if there's ever been a temptation to cheat, because you could even butter him up. Like you're such a good looking man. You must get girls in your DMS all the time. Is there still that old temptation or is it completely gone away? Oh my God. And like, just have him admit like, yeah, like people slide in all the yeah, time. Like, well, because I got to imagine even like, listen, I was at BravoCon. I still saw everybody clamoring for Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane's autographs and pictures and all that shit. People just like people that are on TV. It's just like really simple. It doesn't matter. Like if you killed, like people still hang out with OJ, you know? I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of BravoCon, you were there for only one day, correct? Yeah, I was just there Sunday. Why were you there the whole weekend? So I had... I had to work Friday. I knew I wasn't going to be able to take off. And then when I bought my Sunday day ticket, Saturday was sold out. And then I was like, you know, like, because I'm here, like in the city, I was like, I could buy one last minute if I need to, if like, whatever. And then I just didn't, I don't know why, but like, I was so tired. And I realized, you know, I watch it all the time. I I went out Saturday night and like, for like BravoCon and stuff like that. And then um I like what I think I would do next year though is wait till the last minute because the tickets all the tickets went yeah went cheap. Yeah. VIP. It was like four hundred dollars for like a whole weekend. So what 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 stood out to you on Sunday when you went? What stood I and was it weird and was it weird for people to recognize you? It was really weird. It it was really weird for my friends and my cousin who I was with. Like they were like, what the fuck? Why does anyone give a fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, listen, it's the only place where I was pseudo cool. Like everybody else, and like I, I had these movers the other yesterday moving me out, and I had he was like, you do a radio show, right? I see a microphone and all of this, and I had to explain what I do, and he literally was like, you could see the eyes glaze over, like, oh, you're a fucking loser. Cool, cool. Like you know, <laughs> it's like BravoCon was the only place that I was like. Okay, you know. Oh yeah, and like my coworkers were all making fun of me the other week. Um, we had like a huge, like four day marketing thing in the city, and like our meeting, whatever. We like everyone flew in from all over the country, and we were like be walking on the sidewalk, and they'd be like, "Is that Jen from Bravo?" Like just fucking with me, and they, I was like, I'm <laughs> "Loser!" <laughs> Did you have any run-ins with Bravo Labs? Uh, yeah, I met like Sutton. Um, Sutton was like, I, I blew that. I sweated so hard. I mean, I blew it so hardcore, but I bet she was awesome with you, right? She was so sweet. She's so tiny, so tiny. I was not expecting how little she is. Like, did you say I'm blocked by Jax? I didn't. I said it to Madison because I do talk to like her and I. Yeah. have some up at mouth conversation. Oh, dude, I came up to her at Thursday at this direct TV party. I said, you're the only one that looks like you're having fun at the reunion. And she goes, oh, yeah, because then I was like making fun of Austin because he's Austin. And you as know, one does. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, Austin is another great inspiration. What did you think uh, on Winter House about him coming in and kind of trying to do a like a Jax Taylor, like a season of forgiveness of wanting to come in and go, I'm dressed as the the hung pope. You know, like, and what do you think about Austin lately? He's so, like, that whole thing. Like, I think he went there and was like, I'm going to do this theme party. And the theme is going to be repenting our sins because everyone who watches the show fucking hates me. And I am going to 
seem like I am sorry, like Sierra's there. I'm going to make this a whole like viewers like me again party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he got the, well, because I, I, I started the change.org to get Austin off of summer house and he DM'd me when that was all going down. And I was like, Oh shit. But he was like, LOL, do you want to come on the pod with me and Craig? And, and like, and I was like, maybe, and I didn't even follow Austin. And then he, it must've blown over. Cause then I never heard from him again, but I thought <laughs> I was like, so I DM'd him at BravoCon. And I was in the same hotel and this guy was always in the lobby bar, always making play, you know, and like, and I said, yo, dude, uh, would love to meet up and get a picture. I think it would be really funny because uh, he tried to act in the DMs that he thought it was like, oh, yeah, we, I, it's all in good fun. And I'm like, it's not all in good fun. You don't fuck around with these girls like, yeah, like I was like, it's not good fun to me. But I thought, let's get a picture. It'll be funny. And he goes, do you know, Justin Anderson? And I was like, uh oh, and because I. Cause like years ago I did a meme with Justin Anderson where I compared him to the cowardly lion. Cause I said, he sometimes <laughs> looks and I, but, but like, I don't, I didn't, I don't know, Justin. I, I just knew he was in the video with Craig on the, the, like, oh, when yeah, had Chris like, and never getting back together. Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what, that's how I, I didn't realize he was like a celebrity in his own right. But every, like this was years ago during the pandemic. And so I guess I heard his feelings. And so Justin Anderson was there when I was DMing Austin and said something must've said something bad about me. So I was like, okay, I guess we won't get that picture then. <laughs> Is and that then one I, of your posts where, that you felt bad? <laughs> yeah. Well, I felt bad. Well, because also, the cowardly lion, he's still a good looking dude. I wouldn't the cowardly it's just I he, up with him. <laughs> yeah, you'd bang the cowardly lion. Like that's totally. what I was like. But then it was just like, okay, dude, I get it. You're too good now. And then I had to, then I just then found it funny because then I went to the Sandoval show and like he came out in the front row <laughs> and I got a quick pick like from the side and posted it and tagged him and he saw it. So it must've just been super creepy. Like Michael Myers from Halloween. Like I'm always just behind him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so close to you, Austin. And you don't even know it. <laughs> Where are you at on terms of Beverly? And wait, you, you had the podcast Bravo and boys or boys and Bravo. What the oh, fuck boys. happened to Bravo it? Over boys. I'm like, boys Bravo over boys. I'm like, boys over boys. Did the boys, um, the boys won. Yep. Yeah. Jax, you know, he changed that perspective. <laughs> um, so like when I was teaching, it was definitely easier. And then when I started my new job, I was traveling constantly. And it just like, I couldn't keep up with a weekly podcast. Yeah, it's a grind, isn't it? And like the editing, like everything just took. Remember when you lost that whole episode? And I threw my computer across the <laughs> room. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, I guess in a way, though, your art is kind of like your Instagram stories. Like everybody will be like, I love her Instagram stories. You oh, know, like you'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, like or when you wa you're watching the show and you're posting the, you know, like you were doing that. I mean, before I think a lot of us were even doing that, like you've been doing that for years and people will always comment on that of your recaps during your stories, you know, right. that's my podcast now. Just yeah, I mean, kind, you could actually. Well, anyways. Um, where are you at on Beverly Hills in terms of this season? What did you think overall? Where did you land on the finale this week at the reunion? So like, I know this season was like drama filled and like, we all love drama, like, but like Nikki Hilton, like tweeted or said something in an interview where she was like, you watch th these Bravo shows like not because you're getting any kind of like intellect from them. Like, it's No, all, I'm not looking like, how to treat people from a Bravo show, you know, it's like fun, mindless, 
like end of the day unwinding TV. And like, you just don't need these. Like, I think it just got so mean. It, like I was. And so who do you think led that charge? I honestly, I think Kyle Loki, like what really? Oh, I like this. Him. Okay. Like at Dorit's like toothless homeless thing. Like she was like, so like, <laughs> and where do you and Rinna stand? And like started that whole screening. I think Kyle, but she's that Kyle's kind of sloppy this season because I think she's like been there from the beginning and she now has her own money or Mauricio's money. And I think she's getting like a little cocky. And so she gets sloppy and she'll say these things and she's not good at it, you know? So she'll say like, just, and I sometimes almost feel like it's a producer push of like, somebody needs to say this, Kyle, you need to like start this conversation, but it seems like it went to her. And that's why it's great that Kathy's on there because you can tell that Kyle is legitimately scared of her sister. Oh yeah. 100. Like in fear. Oh, totally. And like in Aspen, when they were doing the Ouija board and she's like, why'd you block like Erica? Yeah. Like she's the shit starter, but I do think she's genuinely afraid of Kathy. Like, I think she showed a little bit this year. She's not afraid of Erica as much. She's not afraid. Like she's, yeah, no, I think she's like, I, I I have like secured my space, but it just goes to show you even like, I always think Kim Kardashian, everybody's like aspirational, but Kim has to deal with Kanye still every day. Like, you know, <laughs> she doesn't know what she's going to wake up to. And I feel the same thing as Kyle thinks like, oh, I'm the center of this show. I'm riding on easy street, but then they bring her sister Why? on the one person that she's fucking scared of. And it's just like, wow, I can't even have uh, just a champion season. I right. have to ruin actual like family friendships, you know? Right. Oh no, like I think the season, like it was, it was so long. Holy shit. It's, it premiered in May. It was like, and that's what I was trying to remember a lot. Cause I was like, we did the recap of not this season, but the season before the first episode. But I was confusing it in my head as this season because time means nothing anymore. But it feels like the past two seasons have just been one long season. It has been like nonstop. And I'm kind of relieved that it's over. Oh, I'm I'm so ecstatic. What do you love watching right now? So I love, I really like Winter House. Me too. Like it's, isn't like just the minutia so fun to watch. It's, I love it. Like Craig is so ridiculous. I just. Craig's like Jax without the cheating. Like he's like, he's like, like, like the offering money for the bedrooms and then just stomping on tables. And like also, a man said on Watch What Happens Live, she lost the money from him. I'm like, how do you just lose five hundred dollars? Yeah, she goes, he, he, we didn't give it back, but I don't know where it is. And I'm like, I'll find it. Like, I'm let like, me. Oh my god, like that would be in my piggy bank. <laughs> the moment, Courtney uh, from Two Judgy Girls gave me the uh, Airbnb listing for the Stowe House. She yeah. found it. And it's only $1,100 a night, you guys. And I figure if you if we can get 10 content creators in there and we try to just get hammered and reenact scenes and stuff like that, that would pay for itself, you know? We invite Jax up as a celebrity. Like, you know, like how Sandoval and Schwartz are going to come in this uh, episode to visit. We'll have uh, Jax play Sandoval and reenact scenes as Sandoval. Oh, my God. He would totally, he is like. He'd be like, he'd be like is this like YouTube? It's like, what is this? Just tell him it's like a romantic getaway and just have him come. Yeah. Well, uh, blocked by Jax will be there. Oh, she will. Oh, okay. I, I think I might, might pop by. Um, wh- what do you think happened between Lindsay and Danielle? Cause on the watch what happens live with Amanda and Paige, they did talk about 
that they don't think that friendship is headed anywhere anytime soon. What do you think in your mind happened to break them up? I'm like really sad about that. Like I, I like both of them individually, but I really loved their friendship. Yeah. Danielle went to like the fertility thing with her. Like all of that has been so sweet. And like, it really seems like from everyone's point of view, like it's done. There's really no coming back. So what was it though? What could it be that would end a friendship? I think there might've been some kind of dynamic in the house with like Sierra and Lindsay or something. And like maybe Danielle was not like, or like hanging out with the other girls and Lindsay got pissed and it turned into like a big blowout fight. Like, yeah. Cause we do see Danielle hanging out with Sierra more on uh, yeah. her Instagram. Like I wonder if that like catapulted it because I think Lindsay is also going to be kind of in her own world this season with Carl. And maybe like, I don't know if Danielle was like, you know what you're doing that. Like I, you, but Danielle is good friends with Carl too. I just don't see how Carl wouldn't try to mend that fence. That's why I was thinking like, maybe it's something with like Danielle found out information about Lindsay, about potentially like hooking up with somebody very close to when she was with Carl. Like I was trying to think of what would actually really make, cause Carl seems to take Lindsay's side and Carl seems like he's like all about trying to do what's best for him and his sobriety and all of that stuff. And this seems like messy, which he would steer away from. So I'm like, what happened that he's standing by Lindsay if he's thinking rational and he's not standing by Danielle? I mean, I know he's engaged to Lindsay. They were such good friends. Yeah. I guess we're not going to figure it out today. I know. Uh, I have um, have no idea. And like, they were so coy about it at BravoCon too. What did you think about uh, Southern Charm season? Now, this is, and I guess the question we have to get into is, it was Bravo over boys, but where are you on boys? Because you've had epic dating stories. You've had, you used to, I mean, like you, like you would post full on like dates on your stories. Where are we with the boys? And are you one of those people that just because Austin's tall, he gets a pass? Well, so I, dating has been like far and few between, but I have a date tomorrow actually. And oh, yeah. Like it's on like Halloween. This, so he was like, how about Monday? Like he was busy this weekend. I'd rather die than do anything today. So I was, he was like, how about Monday? And I was like, oh my God, that's my favorite day. And he was like, you <laughs> like okay, you fucking weirdo. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, holy shit. I didn't even realize that. So I'm like, maybe it's a good time because like, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. Are you going to dress up in costume for the date? I wear my shining dress. Like, yeah, by the way, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like some kind of clinger on joke or something like that. Or just like dress as somebody like obsessed or dress like him, like find just out like what he looks Lisa like. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like the Lisa Rinna Eminem and then explain what you do. Well, I have this account. Like when do you tell dates about your Instagram account? Like when does that even come up? And have you seen guys be completely alarmed at any point? I've seen. So they, I mean, obviously they're just kind of like a lot. I've never dated somebody that's like, Oh my God, you, I love Bravo. So it's like, <laughs> it's like they have their fantasy football. They do like their video. Yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. I have this. Yeah. So, and like, I, there was one weird time where I was on a date with this guy that I'd been like dating for a few weeks and we were out and someone came up to me and recognized me and came up to me on the date and was like, I'm obsessed with your account. Like, 
And, he was and like, oh. did you have to introduce Jax to this guy or was. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually with Jack. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is got to be pretty weird for somebody that doesn't know you on a first date or something to come up and then to explain and then to have like, I just imagine any girl in my past or any, you know, to go through my account and go like, what, wait, that's a straight dude. Like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, wait, no way. No fucking way. Like, I still get that on, on like a weekly basis of like, I'll get girls. It'll be like, what up girl in my DMS. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's like that. And I'm like, Oh, and I don't like, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to disappoint them. So I'll be like, Hey girl, like, and I'll do G U R L. Cause I don't want to disappoint them. Like if you want to say I'm gay, I'm gay. Like, I don't care. Like, but I got, because then I'm like oh no they think I'm like like yeah girl and then I'm like no I'm a creepy straight dude that likes this shit you're a creepy straight I love white folks <laughs> this is like nightmare okay so Southern Charm though back to Austin if a guy is tall do they automatically get a pass with you because that's the, my biggest disappointment with the females in my life is they all say well he's he's tall he's tall he's tall no I don't care like obviously that's a nice thing like I if you're tall like great um but like the last guy that I dated and we dated like practically all summer and I broke up with him like right after Labor Day um was that like planned like I'll do it after Labor Day or oh no like it just happened so happened. okay I didn't know if you're like I'll wait till Labor Day to break up with him because then it'll be oh, no, it was solid. like Father's Day to Labor Day yep. <laughs> <laughs> but he was only like five eight and oh, wow. I'm five five like five six like closer to five six and it wasn't I wasn't like oh my god like yeah like, you were really like it, you could you could yeah. you could live with the disgusting nature of being a five eight with yeah. a five eight man yeah I was um, like I you know what like am I so embarrassed yes no I'm kidding <laughs> am I embar- do I not want to go seeing in public with him yeah of course not like we stay I in I really nights. didn't care and then my dad is six five and my mom is five four that's so. fa- <laughs> Oh my God. Um, okay. So Southern charm this season, you do talk to Madison and like Madison truly does love picking on Austin, which I think we love it too. And I love, I want her on the show because she is not afraid. Like, I don't know how to keep her on the show because I don't think she's going to show her marriage or her kid anymore, but like, she's such a perfect foil because it's just like Jack's like, there's such a thin line for Austin and all of these men, myself included, where you can get under our skin like that. Like it is, it Austin gets triggered just by Madison breathing. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I, I agree. Like it's really, I can't think of the way she would be in the show anymore. Like maybe Patricia's like, she already did the hairdresser thing. Like maybe like a Butler. Like, I don't think she'd do the Butler role. I, you know, I don't know. know. It sucks because like, like you said, I think she does her job really well on the show. Like she knows that she's there to stir shit up and like make Austin's life miserable. And she does an amazing job at it. And I think that like, if she's not on it next season, it'll be noticeable. Like I think it's. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want it to become like, cause the guy squad on there, remember when we had like a really nice group of girls a couple seasons ago and they all left and there was like, yeah. the girls were really like, cause the girls are ultimately smarter, tougher and all that than the dudes. And that's kind of one of the jokes of Southern charm. I think, you know, is that the girls are just way better than the guys, but the guys are louder. Uh, just like I'm being right now. And that sometimes draws 
more attention and they're just idiots. Like, what did you think of that? The Shep and Taylor Ann uh, relationship and breakup? Oh my God. That was honestly, I feel like in the early seasons, like because there was Thomas Ravenel, like we didn't realize how much of a dick Shep can really be because there was someone worse. Somebody, yeah, that's great. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I feel like he was always this way, but we just didn't really see it. And like the way he speaks to her and like at the reunion when she was saying like the way he talks to his parents, if I that was wild to me that way, first of all, I would feel awful. And then she would also like, my mom is 100% Italian. The fucking wooden spoon would come out and I would get smacked across the face and I'm 32 years old and she would do that to me now. A hundred, a hundred percent. My mom yelled at me two weeks ago in a bit. Cause I took, I had a tone with her and she <laughs> yelled at me. I mean, I'm talking like, I got schooled by my mom where she was just, yeah, I mean, like it was, it, it's good to like still be scared in your like adulthood of your parents, but like right. that Shep thing, like it's wild. I mean, by the way, this is off topic, but I just was recapping the Kardashians on the Patreon. And I don't know if you watch the Kardashians, it's a mess, but they fucking in front of their grandma, MJ, Kim goes, we made love in front of the fireplace the other night, you know, because you said that was the ultimate thing of love. And I'm like, what fucking grandma? Like, I would like my I would never tell my grandma that I even have a penis. Like, I know she's I, saying, like, like, what? If my grandma saw me holding hands with the boy, I'd be like, Oh my god, I can't believe I just did that in front of <laughs> yeah, my grandma like she's a trollop, she's a trollop and a floozy. Um <laughs> <laughs> so the man, I mean, I really dig would you hook up with Whitney? So, you know, I love that you're like, I I get asked this a lot. Thank you. Um, I actually have heard from so many people on the show and off the show that he's like the nicest person ever. His mom told me that at BravoCon, actually. (laughs) No joke. Like she was saying he's so great. Like, so I think and I think he is like, I don't think he's hot, but I don't think he looks like the troll under the bridge either. I think he's grown into his looks. Like if they, they showed a flashback of him from a couple seasons ago when he had the, the hair, like the side part hair. And I was like, Oh geez. Like he looks stellar now compared to that. Then I saw that he's only one year younger than my parents. And I was like, I don't think I could. It's going to be hard to introduce him to your parents. That's going to be a weird conversation. I told my mom that it was because she loves Southern charm. I was like, you (laughs) told my mom that (laughs) then Whitney and she was like, oh, my God. Like, Because well, he's like 57, right? I think he's 54. Yeah. He's oh, like, OK. Yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely up. There, but looks good for his age. You guys, he really obviously good. is young at heart. And he but also the amount these like I still drink like I don't drink on a daily basis. I drink maybe two times a week uh, and I still will get hang like I'll still get that hang. I think you are the same way in a way. But that's where Southern Charm excels in Summer House and Winter House is that they still are like overtaken by booze to the point where there there's no self-reflection of like maybe I should chill out like they really still go for it. And that's why I also love Winter House. Is and they're, they're not like 20. They're, right. Yeah. They're like, you can see Kyle's 40 years old. Like you can see, you're like, you can see it start the wear and tear of it start to be painful of like, that's what I love that. I want this show to keep going until they're like, I cannot get out of bed because I am so hungover. Cause that's like where I'm at in my life. And that is what I want to see. Like, I want to, I want to watch them crumble through their habits. And that's like what I love about winter house too, is that it's not like Southern charmer summer house where it's like just the weekend or like every like they're together for 17 days they're what do you drinking think the new guy Corey, with the pearls Corey, 
honestly, like I look at him and I dry up completely. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to go the other way. Totally. Every girl in the house seems into him now. I, I honest to God, think the only reason people are into him is because he's like really one of the only ones there that's like totally available and like (laughs) that that jason guy like the poor dude you know he was with Lindsay last season and all that that happened which was very sad and then he comes back and you know he comes up with the crypto girl and like luke makes a play for the crypto girl immediately and that all happens but that guy seems like he can't convert to save his life in terms of like because he's trying to flirt with the asian girl uh right i'm right his name's jason right am i wrong and I called him James when. Okay, I, okay. I was like, I was like, his name's Jason, right? Like that's like. What's so he, like, sad? He's like he so cooks sad. for the house and he's good looking and he's like, but he doesn't know. It's just weird, like how certain people are like kind of like even Luke. He's model good looking, but he can't read social cues. What did you think of that whole scenario where Craig threatened to kill him because he was touching Paige's hair and giving back massages to the crypto girl? So the way that he was on Jess was like. Jess, sorry, not crypto girl. Jess, yeah, was like he was coming on very strong, yeah. and there was no like lead into it. They weren't like being a little touchy. It was full on like hello, like after, like immediately. I, you can just tell he doesn't know. It was like this. Like, Yes, like we were all watching on camera and I'm like, oh, fuck, Luke, dude. Like, like, how do we see all this shit? And in the moment, he's like, oh, I'll go deeper. Like, this is deep tissue. I know. Now. Like, like, I'm- oh, she clearly wants me to. <laughs> but don't you think that what, what I hear from a lot of my friends that are girls are like, that's how a lot of guys are. They don't read social cues and they don't. And I think someone who looks like him, like he knows yes. hot. And he's probably like, why the fuck wouldn't yes. you want me? Like, it, it, it probably confuses him of like, wait a sec. Everybody tells me how damn hot I am. Why can't I massage this girl's back? You know? Right. And like, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Honestly, I am like, it's been such a long time. For, I'd probably be like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> There's a knot back here. Yeah, if you just work on that. Let me, you know what? I'm going to take my top off for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but also you have that ridiculous scenario which i do think they handled well jess and luke when luke came back i thought yeah. they handled that actually really well too. he didn't like over talk her um but craig that's a whole nother i love it because it's like Paige really is getting comeuppance in a way of like she was used to be the one on summer house that could critique other people's relationships and now right. she's with potentially a problem Oh yeah, she's with like Kyle times ten. <laughs> like, I mean, like Kyle wouldn't give you five hundred dollars to switch rooms. Kyle would get no. get the fuck out of the room. Craig's giving money because he's like, and I'm I don't need to clean. That's why I make pillow money. You know, he's like, I'm first generation rich. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I act like he's a rapper all of a sudden. He's like, <laughs> I'm new nouveau riche. Like, what is like our my kids won't have to deal with this. You know, it's so funny because I remember in Southern charm forever ago when they all went to his house, like Whitney and Shep and his parents have like a beautiful home. <laughs> like, it's not like he came from like a house made of. <laughs> Dude, I love that his parents are watching going, does Craig think we're poor? Like, Craig, I, we sent the guy to college and paid for it. Like, yeah, he does he think we're posting? That's like a very expensive private <laughs> college. He didn't exactly go to like Delaware community college, like on a scholarship. Like he, 
Like, just because his parents were on a reality show growing up doesn't mean that they weren't well off, you know? I know, just because they couldn't, like, pay people $500 to switch. Oh, dude, I was like, man, I'll fucking sleep on a couch for $500. i will sleep on a, I'll sleep outside. in the blizzard. Yeah, I was like, Luke, Luke, build me an igloo. I'm going to get 500 bucks. Like, are you kidding me? But pay. First generation. He was so dead serious when he said that. (laughs) Do you mess around with Potomac at all? I love Potomac. That Isn't is Isn't it so good? It is like, so good. It's almost so good that I can't make fun of it. I know. Because it's it's, it, it's like last week I I was team Monique all the time. I think I'm starting to go team Candace not in regard but I just I'm really liking Candace when she said not today ankles, not today <laughs> neck about Giselle and I was, was like so good. It was so fucking good. It was good. so good. And like Potomac what I love is that like there has been zero cast change like it's always the same people and we're not sick of them no it's like everybody is doing their job combo. right it's not like oh my god i've had ashley giselle like for years like we need to switch it up like no stay forever <laughs> like well i apologize to ashley to her face for doing a coochie meme um because she had a coochie craving for michael a couple weeks ago and i apologize too because she was really suspect i was like hey da, da, da. and she's like what kind of podcast and i was like it's like a fun one <laughs> where we do funny stuff and make jokes and then i said i'm sorry i but then i said but in my defense everybody was making coochie craving memes like i was just one of them so and she goes no i get it i mean she can't think that she can is gonna say that on and get away with it. People are not going to react. <laughs> Dude, I saw Luke and her holding hands at the Tom Sandoval show. But then now I'm scared because now I want to like, I want to know what happened since then. Like, did Luke blow it with her? Like the same way he blew it with Crypto Girl? Like, do you, like, I want to know, like, was he too touchy-feely with Ashley? Like, and I know Luke kind of, and I kind of want to DM him and go like, what's up? Like, what's happening? Like, what's I- happening? I think like she's a mom and everything. It was like a fun weekend. It was, it was probably just like a one night kind of. No, no. But, but I will say Luke did himself a great service by going to BravoCon because all of the housewives, they kept talking about how hot Luke was and Craig's walking around thinking he's the number one guy, just like Jax used to think he's the number one guy. So I think Luke did a great service to himself because he's not on summer house this upcoming season. So I think Bravo paid it. Hopefully we'll pay attention and go, wow. Ashley thinks he's hot. All of these other housewives, right. we need to keep him on a show of some really sort. Hot. He's really hot. Oh, and I have to tell you, Jax wrote on a post that I'm the number one guy in the group now. <laughs> okay. Do you have 10 more minutes in you? Do, do yeah. you have 10 more minutes? Okay. I, I'm like, like kind of like, I'm like, I'm feeling <laughs> nauseous. There's like a nausea wave, wave happening. I'm the number one. Guy. Oh God. Um, I hate when they like take their own, like, I hate when they they try to co-opt their catchphrase and it's like James kept going, it's not about the poster. And it's like, dude, let us make those comments. Don't say it all the time. Wrote to someone, like, someone commented, he wrote back and he was like, she like tagged me and he was like, she's the number one guy in the group now. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, go figure out how to turn off vanish mode on your DM. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, I love that he has every DM potentially sent to vanish mode because oh, he's know. just getting like wild messages. So, okay. Salt Lake City, where do you stand this season? So I have like a love hate 
with Salt Lake City. I feel like the things that are happening in the real world are so much more interesting than the things happening on the show. You mean like the real world in terms of like the Jen Shaw yeah. case? And like all that outside stuff. of the show, yeah. like shit going on with Jen Shaw, like the thing that's happened, like BravoCon with Whitney and Heather was kind of crazy. Like those kind of things I feel like are more interesting than i mean i know we're only three episodes in so i'm trying not to like jump to any kind of conclusions but that's what we're that's what that's what we're not paid to do we jump to conclusions. <laughs> i'd be like season shit yeah but like i and i feel like with them sometimes i don't know if i'm just like an idiot but i'm a lot of times with the salt lake city women i'm confused as to why they're fighting and like what the drunk like the first well, reunion, I remember being like, wait, why is Lisa mad at Heather? Like it was, and right now I'm like, why is Whitney flipping a shit about like Angie? Like, and, <laughs> and like, I just don't also, I just don't see like Lisa Barlow to me is a very attractive woman, but in no sense do I think of her like, I don't see her like sexing it up for people, you know, like she doesn't seem like a flirt in any sort of way. She just seemed like kind of like a popular high school girl, but like for her to be painted as some kind of cock tease, at, like to get her liquor in, like, I just don't buy it. I just don't believe it at all. I feel like she would rather die than like have to go leave the house, go oh. meet someone and like give them a blow touch, up. touch a, touch a, a private part right. and have to go fill up your thirst buster oh, like, and like yeah like i'm getting diet cokes for the family on the way home like it just seems like it'd be impossible also heather and whitney you guys if you were at BravoCon, you saw that they are not good at all like i heather heather intrigues me in a way of like she plays this so well and she's a fan of these shows and was for a long time but her support of jen shaw is so alarming to me like like, where do you stand on the Jen Shaw shit? And like, they give her kind of these redemption storylines, Jen. And I just don't understand even to this day that Heather's like standing by my friend. I know. Like, I can't imagine being friends with like Charles Manson. I'm like, oh, you know what? We had such great times. Like, I'm just gonna. Well, like, you're friends with Jax off. now to be, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're married. I, <laughs> <laughs> It's so cringy watching her talk about her case and I'm innocent. My family's the like, I can't believe this is happening to me to know that eventually she pleads guilty. It's just we better like, get some talking heads from those ladies going, I feel like a fool. Yeah. I feel, but I saw her, dude. I was at the BravoCon party on Friday night at the top of the hotel. Jen Shaw snuck in and she was like dancing her ass off, like not a care in the world. Fucking Meredith is there. Like it, it, it's like these. I'm like, do I, do I not know? Do we not know something that they all know? Like Tamara Judge said she came into a room and said yeah. she's in, she's not going to jail anymore. I know. She was like, oh, you have glam? Yeah. Like she didn't even have a hotel room. And then my friend saw her try and get into like a van that was affiliated with Bravo. Oh and yeah. They and were they said like, no, right. And I think it was like Heather or someone was like, well, she's my friend. She can come in. And they were like, no. And then of course, Jen Shaw tweets like I wasn't be part of panels because I think they're boring and I didn't want to be part of it. And it's like I, the delusion is so. See, that's what, It's like, but you see why she is where she is. Cause she's still lying. And she's still, and these people are manipulative. Like we were even talking about with Jax, they're charming. I bet Jen Shaw, like I watched her at that party, fun as hell. That girl was dan like, like I was just like, how is she doing? Then she's like popping and locking. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
but I bet she's fun, but that doesn't take away from the fact that she's a lying criminal. Right. And I, that's what I don't think. And, and Andy said at the panel, he kind of like made it very clear that, you know, once she pled guilty, we were kind of done with Jen Shaw. I, he said that in not so many words. So I don't know why she keeps saying that she's still, she's still fully affiliated. So weird. And it's like a lot of these people at Bravo, like Jax, for example, like saying he was fired from, Van- I mean, like quit Vanderpump Rules. Like Andy said he was fired. Lisa Vanderpump. Like, <laughs> Everybody's. But it's like, you really just can't be like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. We do that in our own lives, right? Like, like when I make mistakes, I blame everybody but myself. I'm like, well, the wind, you know, the wind was very windy today. And that's why I I fucked up. I didn't mean to slap her across the face. The wind. Oh my God. You just made me into a woman, Peter. My God. (laughs) Um, Okay. And finally. For my own. Vanderpump Rules season 10. You, uh, the big revelation for me is that you and Jax are back together or together for the first time. <laughs> and we're not going to even have that as a storyline on season 10. Are you excited for the upcoming season? And where do you stand on the Raquel and uh, Katie Maloney oh. beef? Like, it's it, like, I want to see some vocals behind it because Raquel's doing like, I'm like, wow, you're really pushing the villain edit on yourself, but I want to see the voice. Like, is the voice going to match these moves? Because she had a shaky voice. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I call her Rachel now, but Ra- well, that's her real name actually is Rachel, not Raquel. If ever, I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I think that she like when her and James broke up, I think she might've like panicked a little and been like, where's my place on this show? And I think that, I don't think she actually wants to date or hook up with Tom Schwartz. I like that was all all premeditated. I mean, you said Garcelle's son, supposedly she goes on dates with too. Like supposedly we see multiple. Yeah. Poor Peter, man. Like like, Peter's like, you mean I can be on the show? Somebody talked to Peter once and they said he doesn't watch the show. And in his head, he's one of the leads of the show. And I was like, if that's true, he doesn't watch it. (laughs) Like, but that's, that's wild. If he thinks he's like, yeah, I'm like one of the leads. film him so much and it all gets cut. And he thinks, yeah, well, cause it's just him like shaking things or like, Hey Lisa, do you want your hot tea? And like, he's a really good looking, nice dude, but sometimes that doesn't convert on reality because he's probably too nice. And like, too unassuming to actually be potentially interesting for reality television, which isn't a bad thing. And maybe he'll have his moment in the sun making out with Raquel this season. So, but like, just a full dry humping scene of Peter. Yeah. Just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> in bathroom as Laura Lee. And <laughs> Would you uh, ever want Stassi back on the show? So the thing, like I do miss like crazy Kristen on the show. Yeah. I do. I don't really miss Stassi that much. I think that like, yeah. She's like she had split off from the show multiple times, yeah. by the way, she was not there for like one whole season when she went to New York for her boyfriend, you know, and the show right. was great. And like, I think at the end when she was like with Bo and like engaged and stuff like that, she wasn't really like the old Stassi. I mean, like, obviously you should grow. Like, <laughs> like she was, I think she actually, yeah, she put a pin in her story like like that was you know like she got married had a kid yeah she, and by the way she, that's a theory about jacks being friends with you too is that he needs people because he's trying to show stassi that he's rehabbed and you know to try to get into stassi's good graces again i know like i saw and he he's been messaging a lot of content creators it's, it's i'm very- so scared because like his image is like part of my show image and like i'm just very nervous 
I'm just nervous. This is all going to. That because I thought I was the only one that he was reaching. Out. <laughs> I, but I think you're, I think you're the best because you're blocked by Jax. And I said, literally, I think this is, <laughs> this is your lane. So I, all the other content creators get the fuck off. Like this is Jennifer's lane blocked by Jax. She is amazing. Uh, I, this was, has been such a blast to talk to you. Thank you. So I just laugh when I talk to you and it's been way too long. <laughs> is there like, any, come on. Is there anything, wait, is there anything to promote for you? Like, should we promote your date tomorrow night? Should we promote, uh, should, what should we do? Date. I hope it goes well. Hope how do we support you as a content creator though? Like, I mean. Yeah, I mean, just go follow. Um, if you want to be unblocked by Jax, let me know. I could probably help you with that. If you're really- That's a great, so if people flood her DMs and go, give Jax my name. Like, let's start getting like a list of names of like a thousand names to give the Jax to unblock. Him. Hey bud, I've been working on the list. We got a lot of takers. So I think you're going to be excited. And it's like a thousand. So funny that like really gets me with him is how much time he actually spends on social media. I'm like, don't you have a child? Like he's on there. All day. That's what scared me when he started selling this stuff on eBay. Cause like some of this stuff as like a, a fellow nerd, like I collect like Batman. Sh- I'm like a whack job. And like, he was like selling like where I'm like, dude, like, why are you getting rid of this stuff? Like something must be wrong. Like, why aren't you holding on to your transformers that are like in the original packaging? Like, why are you like, what, what do you like? I get scared sometimes. I'm like, do you need money? Is the Jenny Craig commercial going good for Brittany? Like I do get worried about them. Like we now are in charge of taking care of them for the rest of our lives. Kind of. That's what I'll promote. If you guys want to see what the fuck is going on in Jax's life, I'm on my way to finding out. So you can. Okay. Zaydu, and by the way, when and if this happens with Vanderpump Rules, I will be promoting the hell out of it, and I will be the first <laughs> one in that fucking room to watch it. Um, Jennifer Morrison, Blocked by Jax, thank you so much. Please come on anytime you want to oh God, yell yeah. about something. <laughs> right. Betches.